risky. Risky. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I must be thinking. I need a drink, Miss Risky. She's back again. She's back again with us. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Um, y'all can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, um, uh, Instagram, Insta. Well, not quite Instagram yet, but yeah. we're getting there. I'm gonna start yeah. start broadcasting live on Instagram too while we're doing the show live. Um, but definitely follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and um, it's one I'm forgetting. Golly, I don't know. I'm I had that itis right now. <laughs> I had that itis. Went Not the to, itis. Um, yes, went to um, uh, two neighbors chicken. Lord have mercy. Never been heard of it. Oh, it's good. It's worth the drive. It's over in Desoto. <laughs> It's worth it. Uh, that's in my sister's neck of the woods. It's worth it. Yeah, tell her go over there. 324 East Beltline Suite. 102, I believe. I'm not quite sure. But on tonight's show, do you seen the title? Should we or should we not wear a mask? I want to know y'all opinion. You can chat live with us right now. Um, Periscope. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, because I don't use that one. <laughs> yeah, Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. You can chat live with us um, during the broadcast. Um, but if you in Texas, we know that Texas had the highest record of new cases today. It was actually uh, 55,000 new cases in Texas. And Dallas alone 708 new cases just in Dallas County alone today. And they forecasting for over a thousand for tomorrow. A thousand plus for tomorrow new cases. So the question is, should we wear a mask or not? I want to know your opinion. Yeah, like we should wear a mask. We should actually be shut down. Like, we should have shut down for at least two months to ride this out instead of trying to open up businesses. I mean, that's what the problem is because nobody's really seen that this is how severe this is. Like, people are dying and getting infected. And then it's like they keep adding on these new symptoms and how you can contract it. It's like, what is this thing? It's like an airborne virus. <laughs> Like, I watched that movie. Like, it doesn't uh, fare well for us. <laughs> Stay in the house. <laughs> well, I'm like this. Ever since it started, uh, when we first heard about it, I started wearing a mask. And when I went out to some local places before it got too bad, I wore gloves. When I went out to play poker, I wore a mask and gloves. I didn't take a chance because I know those folks I play with. But um, yeah. um, and I still wear my mask, um, mm-hmm. no matter what. I'm gonna protect myself at all costs. Right. So should you wear a mask or not? I feel like yeah. If you're gonna go out, I feel like we should. Um, one of the problems I'm having. Our governor, Greg Abbott, he's signing more and more Trumpish. Um, he changes 
orders every day. He don't know if he's coming or going. And he changed it to benefit, to to please a certain group of people. To please a certain group of people. Because the problem I have with it, I've seen the videos, people saying that, oh, it's not mandatory we wear a mask. It's either six feet or wear a mask and all of this. You have to understand Wearing a mask is not the end of the world. It's helping you to stay safe and it's helping the people around you to be safe. Um, there was an incident on the news last night over in Fort Worth where this this lady got upset because the cashier refused to cash her out because she didn't have on a mask. Well, they made it mandatory all the business need to have a mask uh, need to post that asking the customer to wear a mask while they're in there and the employees have to wear a mask so why the customer shouldn't have to wear it okay. I'm like this you going into a business it's your money it's your choice but it's also that business choice just like they have no shoes no shirt no service well, they need to change it to no shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. Okay. You coming in, and it's a it's an issue. Uh, one of the little convenience stores up here, around the corner from my house, we actually went up there, and um, I went up there and had to pick up some um, uh, wall spray, some hot shot, because. Uh, I was in the backyard and uh, seen a couple of nests. So I'm like, all right. So I had to go up there and get some. And one customer come in. She didn't have a mask on. The employee didn't say nothing. But then I realized an, an employee didn't have one on. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not enforcing it. What's going on? She, He was like, well, I want to enforce it. But the manager choose not to. Right. So I said, okay, at that point, if you're not going to enforce it, I'm not going to spend money with you. I don't care what type of business you are. If you don't care enough about my life, I would not spend money with you. That's my opinion. Right. I don't know how you feel, but. Like, I don't care if they don't wear a mask or not. I'm going to wear mine. And like I went and got my toes done. This is the first time I actually got my toes done since this pandemic. <laughs> and half like there were like everybody had masks on, the workers had masks, but there were a lot of patrons who wore them like chin guards. I don't understand that. Like either wear your mask or don't. But don't wear them below your nose. Like I don't even understand what that's protecting. Like you're breathing in the COVID. And that's that's another problem I see. Most people that wear their mask, they're not wearing it properly. Um, most of them will have it below their nose. And I'm like, hey, it's not going to protect you if you don't have it covering your nose and mouth. Exactly. But here it is. They just wear it. Matter of fact, I'll show you how it is. <laughs> um, just ridiculous. They have it basically 
right down there. Right. That's not, that's not protecting anything. Right. So it's um you really have to wear it above over your nose, over your mouth, and try not to uh touch your eyes or anything unless you have clean hands. And all of these opinion right here is our opinion. We want to know how you feel. You can chat with us live. Tell us how you feel about it. Um, but I just see so many people doing half the things. I've been to places. Um, they may have gloves on. They may have masks on. But they touching stuff. Uh, touching their face, touching their hair. I'm like, no, that defeat the purpose. Um, so I don't go to too many places, not unless I have to. If it's one of those choices, I don't have a choice but to do it. But I will go in. But other than that, no, yeah. I do all. I do all my cooking at home. We do support uh, small business and. Uh, certain ones, um, like today we was out, went and voted, Dallas County, early voting is going on, so definitely, well, actually Texas, not just Dallas County, but early voting is going on, so definitely go out and take advantage to vote. And so how did the people look in the lines? Were they uh, adhering to the uh, the mask? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, they was it was real quick and easy. You come in, um, you come in. Welcome to the show, Zone Queer Jova. I hope I said that right. <laughs> hey y'all, that's what she said. That's not you. Is that you, sister? Joniqua or Jovan? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's my sister. That's, hey, sister. <laughs> she looked different from last night. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show thank you for tuning in share do a watch party uh let your friends know um <laughs> she tell my yes i don't know if you can yeah. see them or not uh, yeah i'm on the page oh, okay but um she was um but either way when we went to go vote it was real quick and easy we came in they had us wait six feet apart but as soon as you walk in at this particular location, uh, Friendship West Baptist Church with the greatest pastor, Pastor Frederick B. Haynes III, um, when we come in, they had hand sanitizer there. Um, and they tell you, clean your hand with the hand sanitizer. And you go up to the, they call you to the table. Um give you a um a little pen for you to sign your name and all of that pick your your ballot put it in the machine and everything and um so it it was really quick um so it's the runoff so i think it took us less than two minutes to vote <laughs> if that long once yeah, we got signed it's very in. efficient so so definitely um um uh, take advantage go vote go vote and um um we're even in a pandemic 
it's best to do it now. We've seen other states have problems where they're closing down polling places, having problems with the machine. Do it now. Why? It's not that busy. Go in. After we went in, it was probably 10 people came behind us. So I was like, oh, that's good. So definitely get out and vote. But tonight, we're really concerned about this uh, COVID-19 numbers keep going up. Um, It's a scary sight. I'm like you, Risky. We should shut down. We never should open up too soon. I've said that in the past on past shows. I understand for small business, it it could cause a problem for them. Because unfortunately... A lot of our small business, Black-owned, minority-owned business, they did not get that relief they need to survive during that time. So, yes, it's definitely um, put a a strain on those business, on a household, and that's why I try to support them now. And a lot of them have actually said... um, They've been receiving more support now, which is good. Right. But also, I'm the type of person I'm going to still hold you accountable, regardless of who your owner is or anything like that, because we're supporting you. We still should be treated with respect and be able to get great service just like anyone else. So, definitely um, uh, support a small minority-owned business, and because I, I, I'm telling you, I'm sleeping at night. <laughs> I'm sleeping, because I said, okay, we'll get, get this chicken sandwich for lunch, and we went by another restaurant and picked up some food. I'm like, okay, I guess this is going to have to be lunch tomorrow, because <laughs> once I eat that chicken sandwich, it's a wrap. <laughs> I was launching dinner. So, uh, so check it out. Two neighbors, um, two neighbors hot chicken. It's at three twenty four East Beltline. I believe it's Suite one hundred two. It's on the inside of the shopping center. So check them out. It's great. Um, good flavor. So, and then I realized. The owner, I didn't even know he owned it, but I kind of find out we used to work out at, um, well, not work out, um, used to serve the VIPs at the church. Um, He's a chef. Him and his wife would come out there and cook for the VIPs. At Friendship West, we have a homeless ministry, which we call our VIPs. And him and his wife would come out there every Sunday and serve for them. And I used to go in there and serve with them. So I felt really good knowing I'm supporting him because I know the brother. Great guy. Don't mind serving. So definitely go out and support him. But um, let's talk about this coronavirus. I think <laughs> I keep going back, but I really feel like we never should open up that quick, that soon. He didn't. He, Governor Greg Abbott did not 
um, do the things he said he was going to do. But then he got caught with his britches down when he um, <laughs> um, was talking about um, the the salon owner where he changed his right. executive order to please her. Exactly. And now, even in the new orders that he made today, he's saying that no person should be arrested for it. The first time it's a warning. Second time, you could get a fine up to two hundred fifty dollars. Um, right. And he also said certain stipulation that people been crying all the time about. And you probably seen the video of some Karens going in, uh, talking about they have medical condition, they cannot wear a mask. But that's an escape route because what's going to happen? We're going to have more and more people talking about, oh, I can't wear a mask. I have right. a medical condition. Right. Like the woman I seen at Dollar General, that's one of the things she said to the work I have a medical condition. Oh, I didn't want to say their name, but right. um, but he said she basically said she have a medical condition. She couldn't wear it. And I was like, okay, I, let me get my hot shot and get up out of here. But uh, <laughs> um, so the thing is, it's just um, people are going to use that for an excuse. I don't know. I, tell me your opinion of it. And well, people use any kind of excuse to get out of doing something um, that's regulated or, you know, just proposed because we're all selfish individuals. And it's like, well, if they're doing it, why should I? And that's that mentality that's going around now. And they're going to be the first ones to get infected. So I'm just like, you know what? Don't be trying to do a GoFundMe when you get sick and can't afford to take care of yourself. Like, that's your, you know, you did this and you could have protected yourself. So suck it up. But in the meantime, just protect yourself and protect others. And Simple as that. That's crazy how you say it. Um, um, people would get affected because I, I don't know if I sent the link to you, but it's some kids, I believe in Alabama. They was taking a building a pot. Everybody put money into a pot, and whoever got coronavirus first. Oh yeah, that's who won the pot. And I'm like, don't you know you may not survive? Exactly. It's not a cure for it. Exactly. So that's the type of stuff we're having to deal with. That's because. Our leaders are not serious about this and giving out a fair warning that, hey, y'all need to wear a mask. You need to sit down. You need to do this, do that. And um, um, Joe Kwa says she's seen the story, too. Joe Nikwa. Joe Nikwa. Joe Kwan. Joe Nakaya. <laughs> she might have some harsh words for me later. On. <laughs> she can find you now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, don't be hitting me in my DM. <laughs> yeah. No, um, she'll just track you and uh, look you up. See if you got warrants. <laughs> oh, I'm clean. I'm, I'm squeaky clean. 
<laughs> she laughing but but the thing is people don't take this serious enough where this is this is not a game you have one life this is not like a um a video game you lose all your lives and you reset it this is not it it is not you have one life once it's over you're gone well, and then the mentality, like even when it happened during spring break, the kids were like, listen, we worked hard. If we get it, we get it. But we're here to party. And that mentality carries over. Like these are the same individuals that are like, say la vie. If I get it, I get it. But they don't understand this is a serious virus going around. Like there's not even a treatment for it. Like you can't just take some... um vitamin C and hope for the best. Like, and no. That's not then, how it works. And then with Governor Greg Abbott, um, he's, he's insisting to open up schools. And I'm like, that's not a good... I understand. <laughs> I understand the kids do need the education. All right. But enforcing them to go back to school. Now they did get the parents' options, you know, right. homeschool or they go back to school. But I, I just think we just need to sit down for a while, and and if everybody do their part, it will be better in the long run. Right. Trust me. I wanna go out do stuff. I wanna go hang out with my crew. But I'm unable to do that. Right. And my crew understand that because um, we talk, but it's not the same. We can't go and hang out and cook out like we used to. Right. So it's like, hey, I don't know about you, but I'm a hugger. And me and my crew, we like to greet each other with a hug. Uh, the fellas uh, shaking hands, hug. You know that soul brother, right? Uh, <laughs> and stuff. So, but we can't do that. And some of them I haven't seen since all of this started. Yeah, we have chat rooms we go on and stuff like that. But, but still, right? We have to be safe, right? But then going that. back to the kids going to school, like, yeah, maybe the older kids because at least they're aware and they can. You know, they can take precautions. They're aware. But like the kindergartners, they're not going to be wearing their masks. They're not going to be putting hand sanitizer on their hands. They're going to be touching everything, touching people, licking things. Like, because there's not enough monitoring, you know, not enough teachers to monitor their actions and to keep watch over them. Exactly. And I think if, um, if our leaders took it serious enough, Instead of making jokes about it, talking about I'm not wearing a mask, and right. then the fool said, "Oh, I think I look good in a mask." I look like Zorro. That's <laughs> like Zorro had a eye mask. I'm like, what? <laughs> so he already looked like a raccoon without a mask, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> but um, so, with that being said, if he Tut this thing serious from the beginning. I think we will have a better response from everybody. 
Right. We will have exactly. And and the problem is, the problem is, he take it as a joke. Now all his followers are considering this all fake. It's not real. Yeah. Lead by example. And and we have a comment. Uh, oh, that's real small. I think homeschooling is a wonderful option. However, some of the parents need to be homeschooled before they can homeschool their kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they all need to be in the class together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's definitely, um, I think homeschooling would be great. I seen a story earlier where a lot of parents are looking for uh, tutors to help with homeschooling. That would be a better option because from what I've seen, the way that our leaders are are taking this virus, I don't think it's going to be good because when you go out to places, you see some of our young folks half wearing their masks and that's how they're going to be in school. Yeah. Now, I seen a, a news clip from from China and um, they had all the kids in the classroom. Every one of them had a mask on. They wasn't and they was paying attention. Mm-hmm. So They also uh, cleaned them and had hand sanitizer before they even entered the building. Exactly. Like, we don't even think that far. Like, they're so ahead of us. Like, they've been wearing masks. Like, that's like another day for them. Exactly. And and our leader, um, from the top down, uh, I'm not going to say all of them, because um, Kumo up in New York, that brother, he took a stand. He said, no, nah, we ain't doing this. We shutting down, regardless of what uh, Trump said. We're going to stay stay on lockdown mm-hmm. and we need a governor like this so clay James, right. you have my vote um but i i just feel like people really need to take this serious enough to say you know what let's do it we see all the videos with, with karen's and and all of this coming at the woodwork talking about they don't want to wear a mask it was incident at uh fiesta last week Mm-hmm. lady got upset because they refused to cash her out because she didn't have a mask on she started throwing the grocery and started talking about she had medical issues and stuff like that well first of all the doctors all have advised if you have a medical issue stay home exactly stay home now in this day and time we have service that can actually pick your groceries up for you and bring them to you yeah i use that all the time (laughs) so there you go um or you can just do curbside pickup pop your trunk open and keep it moving that's all you have to do you don't have to get out you don't have to get out and i think some people just they won't they two minutes of fame and that's it. And the Karens are getting very out of control. And there, and did you see the older lady? She like sat down in the middle of like, like where the checkouts and the entrance because she didn't want to put her mask on. And I was like, like a gray haired woman. 
Like, really? And they kept asking if she needed help to get up and then move her to, like, where the people wouldn't trample her. And she just sat there. Now, now somebody need to go and get their grandma. Yeah. Like, come on, on get Mimo. <laughs> come on home. Cause now she knows she's not supposed to be at Costco. Exactly. So, I I don't understand it. I may never understand it, but I think I seen one of the greatest posts uh, earlier this week, <laughs> and I reposted it. It said, "Y'all complaining about wearing masks, but your ancestors had no right. were doing it." And there was there was like a parade at the at the clans walking mm-hmm. down the street. So. Only different is now we still have have them among us. A lot of them just have taken off their their hoods mm-hmm. and basically put on uniforms. All right, so I want to put on uniform. But and speaking of that, uh, the video I sent you earlier about where was it up in Michigan, I believe. Um, the young lady, um, it was a problem at um, at Chipotle. Yeah, Michigan. Auburn Hill, Michigan. Um, a 15-year-old was going into Chipotle. A Karen was coming out, and she bumped into the 15-year-old. So the 15-year-old said, excuse you. And she notified her mother what was going on. And the 15-year-old started recording. And Karen was like, well, she bumped into me. No, she held the door open. You bumped into her. And you said she was in your space. Whatever the case was. Right. The Karens are getting out of hand. And I think they kind of know who to do it with and who mm-hmm. not to do it with. Because right. uh, basically, what happened to man that was with Karen, um, he actually um, um, said some harsh words to the sister. And if it's the issue between two ladies, let them handle it. As right. a man, don't get involved. You let right. them handle it, but keep the peace. But they get in a car. The sister was walking back to a car, and as she was going behind the car, the guy started backing up and almost hit her. So, of course, she's going to make it known she's there, and new model cars today have backup cameras. Exactly. And it normally have a, a uh, some type of alarm Sensor. to let you know you're about to hit something. Mm-hmm. So she hit on the window saying, hey, don't run over me. Karen get out the car and draw her pistol. And from that point, she had the sister at gunpoint. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Right. She's at gunpoint. And this went on for like a minute or two. And she ended up leaving. After she threatened to call the cops on them for being aggressive. Exactly. So once she left, she ended up um, 
they gave the police the license plate number. She ended up getting called arrested, which she should have. Right. I haven't heard what type of job she she do, but she should be fired too. Exactly. Uh, because we have to take a stand for racism, uh, regardless of who it's coming from. Um, we definitely have to do it. So these are all my opinion, but I want to know what y'all think about it. Um, and how do y'all feel about it? You can uh, chat with us live on the video. We can also um, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, whichever platform you own. And soon, I think next week I might try to do it on the uh, Instagram. I think it's a limit on how long you can do it on Instagram. So I think I'm going to start doing it on Instagram next week also. But tell me how y'all feel about some of the stories that we have. Um, we was speaking of Karen and guns last month was the highest number 3.9 million background checks was done for guns to for people can purchase guns said that's the highest since they first created the system in November of 1998 3.9 millions in the month it's going to be the okay corral real soon exactly <laughs> we going to go back, go back to the gun smoke day <laughs> i'm just going to stay in my apartment so Collecting my groceries at the door. Well, say just put it at the door and walk off. Yeah, yeah just knock two times and walk away. But so that's just kind of curious how some of the Karens are. Have you seen any Karens stories that, that caught your eye? Just an old lady sitting at the co- in the middle of the aisle at Costco. And that was this morning. I was like, really? So the Karens come in all ages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like they they know no bounds. Like they're just out of control. And they don't care if they're being filmed either. Oh, they don't. They don't because in their minds, they're right. Exactly. I see. And there's no consequences for their actions. Well, I, I really, I know one state did it, but I think all states, because actually it is. And if it's. Well, if yeah. There's any police officers that is on the on the chat, please let us know because we don't want to give out false information. But some of the because following a false report, exactly. I think you'll get something. But I don't think too many people. I don't think it's really enforced because they keep doing it exactly, and they need to be held accountable. They definitely need to be held accountable because if you are calling the police department. And making a false report and nothing has helped. Now, I've seen this this video this morning, which was crazy. Um, this lady, this happened in L.A., which we, we have some uh, people from L.A. that is normally listening to the show. Uh, this happened at a casino up in L.A. This uh, Karen came up, and uh, this guy... She described him as Asian or whatever, but um, she came up, called the police and all of this. She was drunk, and she was talking about, he's attacking me. He <laughs> now, now, the operator is asking, 
do you need medical attention? Yes, he bit me. He's attacking me right now while she's on the speaker. Right. And I'm like, you're lying. Right. Now, she unflapped the the foam out the guy's hand several times. And I'm like, really? So, but if I'm not mistaken, I think at the end of the story, he did put her name in a, her Facebook name. <laughs> and, um, and I think she got fired from a job or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at least there's name? that. Like if they're doing something wrong, at least the companies are getting involved. Because at this point, companies will fire you for anything. They just need a reason. Because they, you know, they don't want to spend that extra money. They're like, you know what? We didn't like her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it, it, it's crazy how many reports that are coming out with that. And a lot of it all start from either people not wearing a mask in public or some people just racist. Yeah. And people are going stir crazy and exactly. have lost their minds. That's that's kind of like um, uh, one person that was affected that had been treated for the COVID-19 was Herman Cain after attending a Trump rally. Now, I was like, Herman Cain, I ain't heard, <laughs> heard that name in a long time. I was like, man, he went up on the rock after. Like, who that man? Exactly. He went up on the rock after the scandal came out about him, but I'm like, hey, I don't know, but that's Herman Cain. But hey, we want to. This is all our opinion. Whatever you want to talk about, if it's something you want to talk about tonight, put it in the chat. We will change gears because this is a platform to talk about what the people want, and you are the people. So, what other stories caught your eye this week, Risky? Well, the Florida sheriff. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, potentially deputizing gun owners if uh, protesters get out of line. Mm. It's like, what's going on in Florida that there's like, you know what, if you have a gun, come out. <laughs> well, with Florida, I never really liked Florida, not only because of the weather, because mm-hmm. um, Florida is one of those states. When I first started driving trucks, I went to Florida. I got soaking wet filling the truck up. <laughs> I go in to pay, come back out. It looked like it having rain outside, but I'm dripping wet. I said, oh, no, I got to get from down here. But then you have these policemen because we actually have a lot of uh, stories that come out of Florida. Um, the Trayvon Martin story. <laughs> <laughs> like all of a sudden my Netflix started <laughs> playing I was like what <laughs> like just these weird sounds I was like whoa where'd that come from <laughs> that might be uh, somebody it's the COVID <laughs> it's in the electronics <laughs> in the smart TVs <laughs> I think we'll mention somebody named too many times and Herman came and <laughs> Herman Cain and came up. I know we said like it three times. <laughs> he started He's like, talking. I will get. Y'all call me. <laughs> like, don't forget about me. <laughs> but no, but Florida, that doesn't surprise me at all. Because yeah. Florida is one of those. 
Um, they quit to save right they to birth. In your ground, and exactly. But that only works. Like the fact that you're giving reason to just for every Yahoo with a gun to come out, and if they think someone is being unlawful, just to shoot them. And like, well, I was within my rights. I'm a deputy now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and 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 that law only work for certain folks. Mm-hmm. So don't get it twisted. Right. If you are a person of color. <laughs> minority, it don't apply to you. Uh, the stand your ground rule. Because I've seen many stories uh, over the last several years where unarmed black men getting killed. Um, uh, a brother got shot at a convenience store because a young lady parked in a in a handicap and he felt like she didn't need to be there. And when the husband came out to defend his wife, this guy ended up shooting and killed the guy. Now, he didn't touch the guy. He just asked what was going on. The guy turned around and shot him. And first thing he said, I felt threatened for my life. Mm-hmm. So right. That's all you need to say. So the thing is, don't get it wrong. Now, kind of like the sister that um, uh, had the abusive ex-husband who broke into her house, she fired a a warning a shot, warning shot. Mm-hmm. and she was sentenced to what 20 years in jail 20 years yeah for firing a, a warning shot that's why i say be careful that laws don't work for everybody and she was every right in not. her house every right to to bust out in her home exactly. and herself. so he broke into her home it's a police file where he have abused her. She had a restraining order on him. So she had every right to defend herself, but she at least gave him the benefit of the doubt. She fired a warning shot and she gets sentenced 20 years. But hey, that mm-hmm. law don't work for everybody. All right. Now, I did, I did see one video right before we came on. Um, Looked like it was at an airport or something. I don't know for sure. But <laughs> um, a Miami-Dade police officer um, was fired. And looking at the video, him and his sister got into it. And she did approach him. He said she head-butted him. But I didn't see it on the video. Yeah, I didn't see a headbutt, but she did rush up on she him. She did get close up on him. And then he reached off, and I thought I, it turned into a Mike Tyson fight. Because <laughs> he hit her hard. And I, and when he hit her, I thought I heard glasses or something break. So I don't know if she had glasses on or not, but he hit her hard. And I'm like, that little. Yeah, I saw her spirit leave her body. I was like, what But was that? Yeah, it it was jacked up. But if you cannot, as a police officer, and there was another one there, so she would definitely outnumbered. So she could have easily came up and um say, "Hey, let's let's chill this." And if if she brushed up on him or whatever, go ahead and arrest her. But right. hitting her like that, nah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, he knocked her lights out. Yeah, 
But she seemed to take it like a champ, though. Like, I don't think this is her first time at the rodeo. Yeah, he hit her hard, and I was like, seemed like when he first hit her, she stood up like. <laughs> like, he just hit me. <laughs> then he rushed her down to the ground. But yeah. It's never a good thing for any man to put his hand on a woman. It would take a lot for me not to do it. So, Karen, please don't trap me. Um, yeah, but sometimes these women, like a good backhand with some baby powder. <laughs> like, keep talking. <laughs> no, it take a whole bunch because my mom told me when growing up, if she ever caught me and my brother ever hitting a woman, <laughs> that'd be our last. She'll pull out the baby powder. <laughs> our last day. So, and that scared me yeah. back then. And I'm like, okay. So, I'm like, nope. Either I'm going to walk away. But if it's one of the Karens that is spitting on folks, coughing on folks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because these women are out of control. Because sometimes it's like a, a, a person, like a man or a woman, whatever, they can only take so much. Yeah. Like, you can walk away, but these people, like, just get all in your face. And I'm like, you know what? You just need to be backhand. Like, a good backhand slap. Get out of my face. Like, I tried to walk away, and you wouldn't let me. I'm going like, to try to do everything I can to keep that from happening. Right. So, if I can, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to try to walk away, defuse it, move on. And the only way... I would say I probably couldn't. Like if they had a weapon. Like, oh, no. (laughs) It depends on what type of weapon. If they have a stick or something. You know what? As long as my life not threatened, I'm right. Right. But you come up spitting, coughing on me. Listen, (laughs) that could kill you nowadays. That's that's a whooping. because I told my wife we we just need to set aside a um, emergency bell <laughs> just in case. So, but it's like I literally take off my belt, put them across my knee, and just whip them. I was like, "This is what's wrong with you." <laughs> you should have been getting this all your life. Mm-hmm. And I roll up some um, some newspaper, tear the ankles. <laughs> Not ankles. <laughs> yeah, tear ankles up. Like, give me a switch. <laughs> exactly. Like my uh, belt has studs on it. I don't want to leave too many marks. <laughs> See, my mom, she had a a belt, and we don't ever talk about what happened to that belt. And I'm still wondering <laughs> myself because she had a belt. It was probably about try to turn it right, like two inches. <laughs> About that that wide, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was a black leather belt. Right, we had a nickname called Black no, Belt. No. <laughs> Go get the belt. So, I I don't know what happened to that belt. I'm gonna have to ask my my brother and my sisters whatever happened. Yeah, mis- mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, I think when we were about when I was about fifteen, sixteen, that belt came up missing. Not sure what happened to it. Listen, that wouldn't have, like, losing a belt wouldn't have mattered. Like, we had switched it. Whatever was handy, I got swatted with house shoes, 
uh, switches, electrical cords. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we got. And I'm call, my granny hit me with a butcher knife. I'm still. I'm gonna report you, granny, because I think the statute of limitations still good. That's child abuse. Still got the mark on my thigh. No, that, back then that was not child abuse. That was called black love. No, uh, Nick Mitchell, welcome, welcome to the show. He said, "Yeah, we should wear a mask. I, I agree with you. We should, we should definitely wear a mask. Um, we need to protect ourselves at all times. No, protect yourself and your families because even if you know you're going out there, you have your mask." It could get on you because somebody didn't cough and it's on your sleeve and then you go home and hug your loved ones. Now it's in your house. Like you just got to do everything you can to protect you and your loved ones. Like if you don't care about anybody else, protect you and your loved ones. Exactly. And I agree with you. Now we, we briefly talked about it. Um, Man, I don't know what's going on. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> I still Uh-oh. have Uh oh. Granny did not hit you with a knife. You we weren't trying there, to get Granny in trouble. <laughs> I was harassing brother. <laughs> she got she came out of the kitchen. She was cooking something. I, I don't even I, think she realized she had it in her hand. I was just harassed. I was listen, I was a little special child. I was a little much. That ADD. <laughs> You know, she, she probably was in the kitchen. Yeah, she was, and we were in the living in the dining area, and I was harassing her brother, my favorite uncle, <laughs> and I guess I was, you know, insulting him or doing just. I did so many things to that man, and then she came out and <laughs> with that knife and swatted me. But it was just one time. She swatted me one time on the back of the thigh, and it left mm-hmm. a little cut. No blood. It was, just, it, but it left a scar. Enough. It it yeah. did it enough yeah. to make a thing. I don't right. do that no more. <laughs> like enough to where I was like, the, she hit me with a knife. <laughs> <laughs> but I that. had that mark on the back of my thigh. <laughs> Said I, I probably still got it. <laughs> she is gangster. <laughs> she probably she probably was in there making some homemade biscuits, some smothered potatoes, and some salmon croquettes. No. Yeah, More like probably cornbread and uh she has something with that knife. I don't know if it was Thanksgiving. It was something. She had that big knife. Oh. Because <laughs> I was like, all I know, she she probably cutting greens. I have no idea. See, up. If it was the big knife, she knew what she was doing because yeah. she didn't want to hurt you. Now, yeah. the big knife is, it, it could be used for a little switch like, or something. Just, longer. Yeah. But, but it, it grazed me a little bit. No, you just move wrong. Well, because she came at me with a knife. You moved wrong. That's what that was. Oh, so you blame me for my my child abuse? That, that was not child abuse. That was, it got you straight. Yeah, probably did. Because I no, okay. Because I think I remember this. Because I had a pinwheel, and my uncle Uh-oh. was bald headed, and I kept going up to him and saying, "Abraga, Dabra, grow some hair." And I would hit him upside the head with it. <laughs> and I guess uh, I did that one too many times. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, I was a special child. I just did the most random things. I'm, so. I'm, I still would like to grow some cornrows, but I just have a problem, though. Um, it's a little patchy. <laughs> or well, does it start back here? <laughs> it'll grow on the side. 
Mm-hmm. But for some reason, right here, it just won't grow. So I had a George Jefferson look going on. Listen, I saw an old school dude with some dreadlocks, and that's he had a crown. I was like, he had three little dreads just hanging on for dear life. At that point, let him go. I know. I was like, just shave it off, bro. But he let was a Rasta for life. <laughs> hey, let him go. You can't hold on to them too long. At some point, you have to say. He wasn't ready. His his friends need to talk to him. Say, man, Listen, he was all at the barbershop, and he was just like, they, they fixed it up and kept it moving. <laughs> Lord. But, see, yeah, but this was, is in the hood too, so oh, you know they just do anything. It was pimplicious. Uh, <laughs> but see, everybody cannot wear a bald head. You have to. Have this is perfect, true. You have to have a perfect head for. See, I've been wearing a bald head since Shaz went out. So I'm like, hey, I'm good. I'm right. I'm, I'm used to it. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, Nick Mitchell said three dress <laughs> <laughs> exactly so so <laughs> well, I, you, say you don't need cornrows <laughs> oh I didn't see that one uh, wait a minute hey <laughs> one of my idols used to wear cornrows um, uh, John Riley Price he used to be down there picking him with cornrows yeah but since. he's a different kind of person listen <laughs> He's see, that what, that's what made me want to have him and I was like hey John Riley Price down there picking him with cornrows by himself I'm like yeah, hey, I want cornrows he picked it outside of our, our apartments one time I was like who is this man in like sweats no no <laughs> no no no. they wasn't no. sweats he has some they look like sweats tights. and tights no he, tight. like the, no he had tights but he had shorts on top of them like he looked homeless because I didn't know who he was. No, because I don't know if it was fall or something. But he had like shorts over these tights, like but, he was about to work out. But then he just had a sign, and I don't know what he was picketing out in front of that school. But but see, that's the type of leaders we need because I've been watching John Riley Price for many years, and and uh, in his younger days, he would get out there and pick it. He didn't care if it he was with him. He could be out there by himself, and he's like, "Hey, I'm standing for this," and I feel that's what a lot of these young people are starting to do, and they realize that, "Hey, we need to make a difference." John Riley Price been um, great for the city of Dallas for I think it's thirty thirty years, I believe, or thirty five years, or something like that. But we need people like that. And it's time for some um, for some new blood because he can't he can't keep doing this. We have to have replacements, and I wish and I don't know for sure, um, but I know some of some of his close friends do listen to the show. I wish he would start if he's not doing it, kind of groom a young person to take his place. Start getting them groomed for it. Uh, for his replacement because John he's a great fighter for the city of Dallas and um uh <laughs> Nick Mitchell <laughs> I I'd say that in a minute but but John Riley Price he's really um a legend of the city of Dallas um matter of fact not just the city of Dallas just uh 
um, across this world for the simple fact uh, when he gone through some stuff and he just was peaceful through it when they investigated him and they found nothing mm-hmm. so that's the type of man that he is his campaign always been a man downtown uh, John Riley Price and anybody who who ran against him they lost by a mudfly. So, uh, Commissioner Price, I appreciate everything you have done for the city of Dallas and continue to, to fight. And hopefully some young person that that is watching you going to take your, uh, come up behind you. Hopefully they will come out, reach out to you, have you to groom them for when you decide to give it up. So, I appreciate it. But Nick Mitchell said, uh, I saw an old school. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> I saw an old school brother. I'm going to add a little bit to it. Wearing shorts with the long socks on. Were they white? But they're, they're probably black. <laughs> probably was dress, some trash socks. Dress, yeah, they're dress socks. <laughs> and did he have on pinning loafers? <laughs> Did he have the church shoes with him? White God. church shoes. <laughs> Be like, hey, um, like somebody's uncle. Get your uncle, <laughs> Cleophas. Get Cletus. Yeah, I go in there and get your uncle out of there. <laughs> he, he going down to that corner store, trying to get, get his palmos. <laughs> trying to get some some. <laughs> no, but. Um, another story we talked about, which is uh, really sad. Um, I feel like um, everybody have equal rights. Last month, we celebrated uh, Pride Month. But just then, um, um, in the last, this year alone, mm-hmm. I think you said it was it's about 18, 18 transgender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 18 transgenders killed this year alone. Um which is uh which is really sad. That's that's from the point of um we need to treat everybody the same way we we would like to be treated. Because here it is, whatever a person's preference may be, that's no reason to kill someone. And just in Texas alone, 18 transgender been killed in Texas this year. What's that number in Texas? Well, I don't think it's Texas. Okay. It's just, just all over. Uh, just in general. Because um, this most recent one was uh, they had one in Dallas and then the other no, one. No. Little Rock. Mm-hmm. Right outside of Little Rock, a little uh, small town outside. But, and they both was found in a car, shot dead. And that's been within the last week or so. Um, so definitely treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Regardless of what your preference is for a relationship, sexual relationship, whatever it may be. That's still a human being. That's still a human being. Um, so definitely 
if you see somebody doing stuff like that, say something. Say something. Because it's not cool to do that. It's, it don't make sense to me. Now, I wasn't raised to hate someone because they're different from me. I'm going to treat you the same way you treat me. That's the way I see it. But you want to add anything to the story or, or what's your opinion on it? Or? Well, I know we briefly talked about the Epstein situation. His, uh, oh. <laughs> was it Jesseline Maxwell? She was arrested on sexual abuse charges. And I even suspected, because she's been there for a while. She was like a ride or die. And I figured she has some involvement in, like, the trafficking and, like, maybe uh, recruiting these young girls for him. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I, like, they did a little story on them on, uh, like, Law and & Order. And it was a similar tale. A high-powered man. And he had this professional woman who... You know, you wouldn't even suspect her of, you know, getting in the trenches and bringing girls over specifically for that. And, and so they finally arrested her uh, for that. And we're actually going to talk about that later because I sent you a link this morning and I read some, read the comments. And one of the comments, I'm like, okay, I need to verify this before I put it out there because I don't want to just say what I see. And it may not be true. So a lot of majority of the stories, uh, people send me stories all the time. I verify it before I just come out here and say stuff because um, I don't want to put somebody out there that don't need to be out there, even though I feel like it might be true. But that's my personal opinion. But I at least want to verify it and make sure before. I go out there, so I didn't get a chance to do it today because the issue I had, that itis, uh, <laughs> kind of stopped a lot of stuff. But um, um, so, but I'm I'm gonna verify it. If it is verified that this information is true, I would definitely bring it up, um, and we will have a show about this. And we will make a change. But then again, we're going to hear a lot of folks talking about fake news. Of course. Sometimes you just got to gotta um, have to follow the money. Yeah. But back to Nick. <laughs> 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 he said it was it was a black guy with some with, uh, some Jordans on. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Time like y'all down bad. <laughs> hey, we're we're cool. That's a platform to everybody. Um, and he asked, "What about our black man still being lit, like the two in Cali not too long ago?" I actually did a show on that. Um, yeah. You could go back. Yeah, because it was a bunch of dudes. Um, it was like what seven that were hung. Uh, it was two in California. Two in there's one in Texas. Two in Texas. Now one of them in oh, two in Texas. One of them in Texas was a Hispanic guy. And okay. it was maybe two in New York area. Yeah. So I did talk about that on the past show. And also, not just them, but a couple of weeks ago, uh, we talked with Lisa Johnson family. 
out of uh, Seattle. Well, she's about 50 miles from Seattle, Washington, but she was found dead in Seattle. Um, basically, she left for Bingo Hall one night and she was discovered several days later after a missing report person report was done. She was discovered at the bottom of a bridge. And when the police came out, they immediately said suicide. Well, that didn't add up right. Uh, I think it was maybe five or six days later, her family received a phone call saying, Miss Johnson, your car is still in the parking garage. When are you going to come get it or we're going to tow it? So the brother and sister went there called an investigator they came got the car now here's the problem i have the family have the car was found almost four miles from her body now the family also revealed that she was a uh, heavyset lady with bad knees to go almost four miles to walk almost four miles to jump off of a bridge to kill yourself, that don't add up. The car had damage to it. They found the parking receipt uh, for the parking when she, when the car came into it. Unfortunately, the casino would not release the videotape of the parking or anything like that. And the parking garage did not have video. But this family still looking for closure. Matter of fact, I spoke to Mr. Johnson yesterday um, and and just let him know that, hey, I'm, I'm still with you, still sharing the video because we need to get closure. We need to find out what happened to um, Lisa. And he did tell me, he said, I received calls from some people and the way that they system are to try to get this case back open. Um, they don't have it. They only give you so many words you can put in an email on their website. So what he having to do is mail the letters to, to these departments to try to get this case back open. So he's still working on it. I'm still going to talk about it because that's a very touching subject. The evidence just don't add up. And it's so much easier to say a person committed suicide just to close the case. Now, for many years, I've always heard Seattle had a high suicide rate because it rained there all the time. Uh, like people, nine months out of the year. Exactly. But at the same time, that's what they're telling the world. Mm -hmm. That may not be true. These may be murders that have not been investigated. They just saying, hey, it's a suicide. But if we're not there, if we don't know anything about it, it can cause a problem. So, um, 
So the reality of it, we really don't, we really <laughs> don't know. Uh, we got a, a follower from, uh, what's that, Twitch? Yeah, from Twitch. Where is Smelly? Oh, go to hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to the show. Share it with your friend. Tell them, hey, your comment is, is welcome, but uh, I don't know who in the hell Smelly is, but okay. <laughs> if we get trolls, and he probably no telling where he's at. Um, but hey, we'll accept all comments. I don't care. But other than that, um, Nick, I agree with you. We need to investigate it. All of the ones that they said they hung themselves, they need to be investigated. As we can see just the last couple of days, the soldier out of Fort Hood, um, where they actually said she she went missing mm-hmm. and all of this. And they they try to, at Mars, they try to cover it up. I think they're still trying to cover it up. Like, all of a sudden, now you got somebody who may have been involved. Like, you didn't, like, I, like, no. They just found a scapegoat and I don't know, but that's my two cents. I don't need them after me. Well, <laughs> it, it's also a female that they actually, um, uh, did arrest that so she being involved or some in some way, yeah, in some type of way. But at the same time, hopefully she tell all, right? Because I I have a feeling. Now I don't I don't know how do who these folks are. They said the name. I didn't get a chance to Google the name. I can't remember the name, but um, they said the guy's name. And with society today, I think it's been a total of three uh, soldiers coming up missing out of Fort Hood. And then this one, the most recent, she was like not too far from where the guy was found. Exactly. So it's like, are they using that whole little area to, to just hide bodies? And like, now I'm curious. And all of them was Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Once again, the way that our leader talk about building a wall and people listen to this, then they turn around. It cause it it triggers something in somebody's mind that feel like he's right. Uh, right. They shouldn't be here, even though they was born here. Right. And they take, you know, Art. the law in their own hands. Exactly. And I'm not saying that's what happened. But I'm curious to know who this person was, find out his background, because nine times out of ten, um, he's probably a Trump supporter. I don't know. I don't know. But when you when you send out mixed vibes and tell people negative stuff and people start to believe it, that's a problem. And that's kind of like what I said before. I try to verify stuff before I put it out there because I want to know I'm putting correct information out there because you don't know who's listening and you don't know what it may trigger in somebody's mind. They may actually think 
oh, this is jacked up. He's right. He's right. And I could be wrong. And if and I've done it before. When I go back and respond to all the comments, I will go back and um if it was something I said wrong on the show, I will post it right there on the page. You're right. I made a mistake. And it's okay to make mistakes. It's how you correct it. You don't want to tell somebody wrong and then come back and tell them something wrong again. No. Correct it, move on. And just be honest and truthful about it. But I'm kind of curious. I really want to know um, how this person was and his background because he could be one of those type that felt like they're three Hispanics. And he probably felt like they had no rights to serve in this, uh, in this military, which he's wrong. He was wrong. Whatever reason he, he killed them for, that no so he took the easy way out basically that's that's not good um but other than that um so definitely keep your comments in um osami or whoever he is from twitch i appreciate you for listening and continue to send your comments in i probably won't tell them but okay Um, so also we know the tradition of coming up on Saturday Um, I sure enjoyed Juneteenth I didn't do nothing but I enjoyed it (laughs) Um, and I won't be doing anything Saturday oh I take that back I will be doing something Saturday I'm actually gonna um go to some black TV stations and I'm I'm gonna watch them all day Saturday. Um which um is one that a lot of independent um movie makers are on is on the fire stick called the Own Channel. O N Channel, which is really good. They have some good um uh, some good uh movies on uh and um it it's i'm i'm gonna support them this weekend that's what i'm doing i would recommend everybody if you own um cable fire stick uh hulu or netflix watch all black movies this weekend and i hope they play well I'm gonna say minority movie because I hope they play Selena. I, I love Selena. Selena. I love Selena. Jennifer Lopez did the thing. I'm like, boy, yeah. I love that movie. That and La Bama. Yeah, I love them both. But but this weekend, that's what I'm doing. I'm watching a lot of black movies and doing some Coolie High. You know. Oh lord. Yeah. <laughs> Cooley High. Um, what's another good one? Um, uh, Hallie, uh, Lean On Me. Um, what else? Hallie, uh, Lean On Me. There's so many of them out there. Definitely. Uh, if it comes on this weekend, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely be watching them. Uh, that's what I'm doing for the fourth. Uh, fourth of 
part two of Juneteenth. I'm <laughs> supporting black movies all weekend. And I I ask you to do the same. Now I will say if I see Selena Labama coming on, I'm gonna switch to them. <laughs> I, those are two great shows I love. But um but I always support uh black movies and go out and uh um and uh support black business, uh small business. Um Nick Mitchell said Deacons of Defense is a good movie. I'm gonna have to pull that up and see if it's on Netflix. If it is, I'm gonna I'll watch that too. So I'm trying if you have recommendation for a black movie to watch this weekend, send it to me. Put it on the page. I will any Sydney <laughs> I didn't hear you. You broke up at the end. Any Sydney Poitier movies? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, what's that? Who's coming to dinner? Yeah, I like to serve with love. That's one of my favorites. That and another one, Malcolm X. Uh, yeah, I may need to watch that as an adult. I saw it as a kid, and I think it was just too much. It's it a lot. It's for a lot. Twelve year old. <laughs> Now, I don't know how old I was, but it, I was young. <laughs> I know I I seen this movie one time. I was a child. Um, it was a Dr. King movie. It was called Bar King. And I can never find that movie anywhere. I would love to see that movie. That's when uh, I want to say when he went off to college, he was coming home on the bus. And when he first started preaching. Right. So that was a good movie. I wish I could find that somewhere. And um, I'm like, man. So, but like, I'm, I'm I would like I don't know like a, I like a lot of the old black movies like Sounder or you know like the old stuff like before our time that kind of we watched as children with our families. You know, like those good movies or um the like. Anything with Cicely Tyson. What, what was that? Um, she did Harriet Tubman and then she did something else. I forgot what it was, but it's like, it was like you just got together as a family and watched these movies and they were like staples. Yeah. Like every time they came on, you watched it as a family. And also, something else you could do this weekend for the young, young folks that are, are watching. Or even the parents, you know, you're in a certain neighborhood, gather your kids up and and let them do a Black Lives Matter parade in the neighborhood. So cute. So so definitely we can all do something, but I won't be celebrating the 4th of July because I just feel like I never really celebrated it anyway. Yeah, like I would go and see fireworks. Um, I think last year I just um, went to my friend's house and we just ate hot dogs and splashed around in the pool and that was it. Like there were no 4th of July decorations. We were just gathered together. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good one right there. Uh no. <laughs> gotta get the sucker. Oh yeah, anything with <laughs> the Wyants or the Wayne. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, 
and some old Richard Pryor movies. Yeah, boy, that car was... wash and uh, what? No, what he did? Um, no, he did something he was a, Saturday night special or something. Uh, Saturday Night Live. No, it wasn't Saturday Night Live. It was uh, something, but it was hilarious. He he had it, Richard Pryor was way and anything with time. him and Gene Wilder because I still like Blazing Saddles. I'm sure, like they, they probably don't play it at all because it is so inappropriate on for all the right reasons. <laughs> but it is hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, Cooley, we say a Cooley High, right? Yeah, Cooley High. Okay. Cooley High. Um, um, what is it? Cornbread, me and Earl <laughs> with uh, Lawrence Fishburne when he was a young, young tenderoni. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And uh, even um, um, I have to be in the right mindset for this one. Um, what's that movie? It was based on a true story um, out of Florida. What was the name of that movie? Um, Cali. Um, oh, wait, with the uh, big dude? They, yeah, they burnt uh, down the town. Yeah, um, that uh, is Rosewood. Rosewood. Yeah. You have to be in the right mind for that. And also, uh, what was that with uh, Samuel Jackson where they attacked his daughter? Uh, uh, time to Kill. With yeah, time Matthew to Kill. Potter. Yes. Because mm-hmm. um, that took place in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. That was... Uh, that was... That was uh, yeah, but again, like those movies, it's like you, you don't hate all people <laughs> after you watch them. Like, what was now, that one with the um, Mississippi burning? Like all those movies, like they just it 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 bring back some some memories of what our ancestors gone through, and it can uh, trigger some things. So it, it, you may not want to watch that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> want to be in a good mood? Don't watch that. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I know I talked about Sel- Selena and Obama, but the movies that I love the most was made by Tyler Perry Daddy Little Girls that I don't care what I'm doing if I see that zone I'm stopping I'm watching that movie I love that movie so Daddy Little Girls that's a good movie to watch um and uh oh <laughs> Nick he on it he he googling stuff oh Rick Miss Jane Pittman is the movie I was thinking of the Steve autobiography Moore. of Miss Jane Pittman. Miss Jane Pittman. Yeah. Uh, Nick Mitchell said Richard Price, see no evil, hear no evil. Is that, that is much- with Gene Wilder. I'm telling you, anything with him and Gene Wilder is hilarious. Is they did one, like three or uh, four movies together. That's the one they was going in jail talking about, yeah, I'm bad. I'm bad. Um, is no, that, I think that one is where one of them was blind and one oh, was no. deaf. Was it scared crazy? Uh, stir crazy, stir crazy, yeah, okay, yeah, so that's a good one, yeah. yeah. Like anything with him and Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder was hilarious, and them together, they were just magic, yeah. Like, you can't go wrong with any of their movies. And like I said, Blazing Saddles, it's like taboo now, and you probably can't find like you need to watch the unedited version. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hilarious and it probably shouldn't be but it's hilarious it works <laughs> well i'm definitely gonna check out 
black movies this weekend. Um, now, I'm going to take something back. I did say um, not to watch Mississippi Burning, Rosewood, all of that. I mean, they're great movies, but you're going to feel some kind of way. Well, I would I would say wait until Sunday to watch it because on Monday we're going to have a council on the show. Miss um, Ken K will be back Monday 8 p.m. So she'll be able to talk us down. So, uh, or just watch The Help. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be making no, uh, no chocolate pies. <laughs> LaWanda, welcome to the show. LaWanda Williams. She that's said, my co-worker. Flash. Yeah, that's a brilliant. Welcome to the show. Um, it, definitely share with your friends. Uh, um, share with your friends. Let them know. We're on Monday nights and Thursday night, 8 p.m. Now, it may be some other days I may just pop on. Um, depends on what's going on in the world. Or if I need to vent a little bit, because this helped me vent. Sometimes I need to get stuff off my chest. So um, so definitely share with your friends. Uh, like the page. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. <laughs> and you can chat live with us. The one that says hello. Exactly. So uh, definitely... Uh, follow the channel, click the notifications on, and uh, this show, this platform was built to give everybody a platform to talk about whatever is on your mind. We don't judge you. Now, we do have a couple of trolls that'll come on and try us a little bit, but we got love for you too. So, but you get too crazy, I'm gonna just look over you. Uh-huh. But, um, other than that, that's what this platform was built for. Monday night, Miss Kincaid will be here. Uh, we will have a, a licensed counselor on the show that will help us during this time because there's a lot of depression going on, a lot of stress going on, um, dealing with the pandemic, with the numbers keep going up. Um, and people out of work, unable to work, people struggling, wondering how they're going to get the next meal and all of that. So we definitely um, need some counseling. And um, I don't know. I've been I've been kind of think, thinking about this. Get your opinion on it. Um, kind of thinking about um, if you want to be on the show Monday. Yeah, uh, someone who's been stressed out, they want to be on with Miss Kincaid and I. Send me an email, who you with, Kurt Dog, at mail dot com, and we can make it arrange where. Now you got to realize, agreeing to be up, being on the show, it will whatever you discuss, everybody will hear it nationwide. So, um, but other than that. If you want to come on, tell what you've been going through, or if you don't want, if you don't want no one to know, send me an email. Send me an email of some stuff that you would like to know from here, and 
I will go ahead and and let her know for she can answer your questions on the show. So you can send me an email, who you with, kurtdog at mail.com. Um, you're right, Nick. Uh, I've seen that, but I feel like they should have it at every game. Um, Nick Mitchell said, you know, the NFL will be singing the Black National Anthem at every game. But I thought it was just for like a week. I think it's one game, the first game of the week. But okay. but for me, because now we're finna start another show. <laughs> for me, if you're gonna sing the national anthem, just like you do at every game, you should sing the black national anthem at at every game, not just uh, the first game of the week. And most people would say the first game of the week is on Thursday night, because that's normally the first game of the week um so definitely um um i think they should sing it at every game not just the nfl any sporting event that have the national anthem sing song they should do it i would love to see nascar to do it (laughs) 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 they stock might go down real quick but but hey they could probably get some new stock. You never know. Exactly. Because if I see them doing enough right things, yes, I will invest. I will give me a couple of dollars and some stock. And um, during this time, despite what what they're saying on the news about the brothers hanging themselves or uh, Lisa Johnson killing herself off the bridge, we're not gonna we're not gonna believe that. But if someone is struggling, if you are struggling with um, uh, thoughts of suicide, you can always call the suicide hotline. 1-800-273-8255. And Miss Kincaid, if you haven't seen her on the show before, um, you will enjoy her because she's she's kind of like me, but she she do it a professional way. Uh, she's raw, but she's gonna tell you the truth about everything. But she's gonna do it in a way, and you're gonna be like, "Whoa, I never thought about it like that." So, um, so definitely tune in Monday. Monday, 8 p.m. Uh, I have to be mindful for the time because normally by that time they're just getting finished with the last session and trying to get started for the next day. So she will be on the show for one hour. Um, hopefully we could get everything answered within that hour and let's talk about it. Um, the Wonder Williams said, um, I believe that when I see it, don't try to pacify us. You're right, because they can say anything right now to try to get the players back on the field. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to make it right, you need to do it every game. Every game. You do the National Anthem every game, you should do the Black National Anthem 
every game because y'all realize now without the black players, you won't be able to play no way. And that's with majority of the sports. Exactly. Um, At least basketball, football. <laughs> exactly. Uh, basketball, football, that'd be hush hush. Uh, Nick Fencher said, yeah, you're right at every game at, at week one game. They need to do it at every game. Now, yeah, because they do a couple of songs uh, at the um, uh, Cowboys game. Like before the national anthem, they do another song. And so, like the state song. And I'm like, why not? Yeah. Why not incorporate that? And, and speaking of the Cowboys, I'm still waiting. I'm, yeah. I guess I just need to let that go. I guess that's the Gemini in me waiting for uh, Jerry to come out and apologize and give <laughs> but best of luck with that situation <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's one of the things I guess I just need to let go of but hey um, wish for thinking and that would be the right thing to do so but I don't know um, but definitely um, hey join us every Monday and Thursday night 8pm I, I I agree with you, uh, Nick. He said Jerry Jones needed need to get up and speak. He do. And uh, LaWanda said no black athletes, <laughs> no sports. They need to recognize this. And some of our players, some of our players need to recognize it. I understand if you don't play, you don't get paid. I understand that. But Right now, we're in a movement. If all of you are on one accord, y'all will control it. And not only that, get it to where we can own teams. Yeah, I know some players have um, uh, part ownership in the team. Let's, uh, some of these billionaires and millionaires get get their money together to uh, buy the team. I believe several years back, I think uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z was talking about uh, was talking about buying uh, uh, Houston uh, their football team, and they want a lot of them to do it. So this is the time to to do those type of things because the we have the upper hand right now and if they don't allow you to do it now they telling you exactly how they feel about us so i would definitely look into it if you had the money to start your own nfl team go to them say hey let me put my own team in go with it um the Wonder Williams said he would not. I know he won't. I know. <laughs> I'm. I'm just talking because I. I know better. I know better. But eventually, I can hear one of the great, besides Chris Honor, um, one of the other great sports announcer, Dale Henson. How a couple of years ago, Jerry got pissed off and walked off the stage because he asked him a <laughs> question. I could just imagine when they'll get Jerry one-on-one on the interview 
and ask them, what are you going to say to the, to the um, um, African-American about how you stand about the way that the league is doing? What are you going to do? How do you feel about it? So I'm going to wait until then, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some popcorn. when Whenever that interview happens, I'm going to have some popcorn because I know it's going to be – it's gonna be good. So, also Nick Mitchell said, uh, "Without the black players, no Dallas Cowboys. You are so true. No Cowboys because they would not. Uh, they would not do it." Nick, I wouldn't say uh, all black NFL team. Uh, they wouldn't like it, but they need to have some black owners. Some black owners majority owners in it um so i would think getting uh majority owners would make a difference that's kind of like um was it um uh, i think it was lebron or it might have been jay-z somebody was a sports agent at one point and um if you remember and they they changed the rules saying in order to be a sports agent i think it was I can't remember who it was, but in order for them to be a sports agent, they had to have all uh, the different type of degrees and all of that in order to be a sports agent. Um, because they they was getting the guys that they had on for them, they was getting very good contracts for them coming into the league. And I'm like, hey, so now they want to change the game. That's what we're tired of. Make it even for everybody across the board. And say, hey, if they know the business, let them do the business. Don't try to change it in the middle of it, in the fourth quarter. But that's my opinion. I don't know. Tell me how you feel. And Nick, I see that um, you know a lot about the sports. If if you know who that was, that I think it was, it might have been LeBron. I kind of want to say it was LeBron. I think one of his friends, uh, one of his childhood friends, because one thing about LeBron, the guys he grew up with, they all are doing some type of business with him. So he reached back and grabbed his friends and brought them up with him. So it was definitely – I want to say it was LeBron, and it was one of his friends, and they changed the rule on him. So, and I know LeBron, what they're going to do is say, okay, you changed the rule. We'll make sure you get those those degrees and all of that. Um, Nick said the West Coast offense came from an all-black high school in Louisiana named St. Augustine. Hey, a lot of... A lot of this stuff that is going on in the world, a lot of these uh, plays, these, um, uh, and also uh, a lot of uh, business ideas, some of these inventions came from black folks. Uh, so you, a lot of things that we do, um, 
we just don't own the rights. Like we'll create it, but someone else will take ownership over it. And we need to change that. We need to have more businesses and create more things so that we can kind of have an empire. Exactly. Like, like, uh, what is it? LeBron James. Um, they're raising money to do a new media company to amplify black voices. Like we need more things like this because like even Hollywood, the Jewish people run Hollywood. Exactly. Like we, we'd have nothing. We don't have anything to show for it. Like we have all these great movies and all these singers, but we don't really have like the big reach and companies owned by black people to compete with our competitors. Like we have nothing and we need to start doing, making some money moves. Yeah. Uh, Nick Mitchell said rebuild black wall street again. Yes, that's what we need to do. And that's why I support um, small black business. Um, I definitely support them. And I I really try to support uh, minority-owned business. Even before this time, even before this time, I've always uh, supported small minority-owned business because I've been a business owner, um, still one. So I definitely try to support them and, and try to help them grow any way I can. And people would tell you, I I reach out to them. If I say I'm going to do something, I definitely do it. Except for last week, I need to do it. I haven't forgot him. Um, uh, brother Chris, I haven't forgot about you being busy. But I'm going to reach out to you tomorrow. I'm going to send you my phone number. We'll talk on the phone tomorrow. I'll send it to you tonight, and we'll talk tomorrow. So, um um, I forgot about it. I try to keep my word. If I say I'm going to do something, I try to do it. But I'm going to talk to this brother tomorrow and um, kind of look at some stuff. And um, But we, as um, black people, we definitely need to try to support our own. Um, and that's the only way we're going to be able to make it. Um, not only supporting our own but have different source of income coming in where you're not depending on just one income. Yeah, you may be working for somebody, but start your side gig. Start you something on the side and start to work, uh, bringing that other income up. And if you can save that money, uh, you have one source to pay for everything and you have another source that you putting back for times like this. And for when you get ready to retire, for your kids can have something. So definitely, um, I agree with you. We definitely need to rebuild Black Wall Street. Um, uh, speaking of Black Wall Street, um, before the pandemic hit, our church actually would have um, a Black Wall Street at our church where um, particular Sundays, they will have different vendors come in, come up and sell their product. Whatever the product was, they able to come to the church and sell it. So that that was a good thing. That's trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. 
So, and I appreciate Pastor Haynes for doing that um, because he, he he does a lot, does a lot for the community. And um, it's like, hey, I, I, I love Friendship West. So I enjoy it there. And, but hey, like I said, this platform is basically for you, the people, whatever you want to talk about. Like Nick started talking about the sports. Hey, we'll hit on that too. Um, we'll talk about whatever. Um, as long as it's respectful. <laughs> I can't say whatever because we might have somebody from a different country come on, want to talk about something else. And because unfortunately, I go back and read the comments on YouTube and I may have certain sites on YouTube talking about click on here. Nope. Nah. Nah. So it's not that type of party because we are a family show. Um, we have a good time. We laugh, joke, and we talk about serious stuff that people need to know about. And other than that, you have anything else going on, Miss Brisky? No, not at all. That's pretty much it for today. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, catch me Monday night. Um, like I said, Miss Ken K will be on the show, a licensed counselor. And if it's any other counselor, listen, listening to the show. Um, if you would like to be on the show um, one night, let me know. Uh, because we can always use counseling during this time. So reach out to me, who you at KurtDog at mail.com. Send me an email with your information and must be a real licensed counselor. Uh, <laughs> I say that because I had, had someone close to me tell me, oh, I do it. I... Nah, <laughs> we trying to help the people not hurt them. But definitely... Um, if you are a licensed counselor want to be on the show, definitely reach out to me. We can schedule a day that you could be on there. And, um, uh-oh. <laughs> see, Nick, Nick trying to start some problems. He trying to start a new show. Tell he Nick said, we got bedtimes. <laughs> he said, last, I want to talk about Trump making that come. come oh. 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 See? See Nick, you <laughs> okay? We can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I almost said it. Yeah, he did make a comment. Time uh, we need to learn the history, and um, he said, "Say that for Monday night." Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna hit on it. I'm gonna hit on it. I'm gonna hit on it just briefly. Let me see how I can say this in a nice way. Sometimes you just gotta um, take it like it is. Because one thing I can say is a new time. If he's not paying attention what's going on at, uh, in the front of his house when he ran down to the Buckner, if he ain't paying attention to that, he may not want to make comments like that because it's not the same type of people that it was um, back in the 50s and 60s and even before then. Um, 
back in the uh, 300, 400 years ago. It, it ain't that type of party. So, um, so he don't he don't want to mention stuff like that. Matter of fact, let's let's talk about that for a minute. And and I'm I'm gonna be mindful of well, your time too. Well, no, here's the funny thing because Paul Moody, like they showed this clip of him talking about um, how kids today would respond to those racial injustices now, <laughs> like with if they were told. Uh, you gotta have to be on the back of the bus, or you can't ride on this bus. That bus will be on fire. Like there'll be no more bus. And so it's like he's trying to, like he's just Looney Tunes. Like nobody's gonna stand for this. Like you can't take it back to the 1950s. Exactly. The one that said these young people are not our ancestors. No, they not because we all would be walking if it came down. Listen. <laughs> Who are you telling? That whole station will be done. So so my thing is with Trump and then since, see, Nick can open up a can of worms. Um, how Trump retweeted about the uh, people on the golf cart talking about uh, white power. White power. Like see, stuff like that. And then he was like, oh, I didn't hear what they were saying. Well, oh, uh, ooh, I'm going to tell it. <laughs> I, I cut it off. <laughs> I cut it off because I was how about to go there. Or as my friend LaWanda would say, that's bull caca. <laughs> yeah, I, I cut it off because he knew exactly what they were saying. He thought it was great. And then a couple of days later, he made the dumbass talking about they must remember their history. So he knew exactly what they was talking about. Exactly. So, exactly, dude. <laughs> Oh, Nick, in case you haven't noticed, that's a subject that really runs me hot, <laughs> is that Trump, because, yeah, I, 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 I will talk about him. We did talk about him a little, little bit, but I had to keep taking deeper. I had a moose. Yeah, moose. So, um, yeah. Sometimes, and and my counselor told me said sometimes you have to disconnect from the news and and from the uh, social media because it can cause your blood pressure to go up. It can cause you to be upset. Ooh, I dig. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's 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 him. He don't care about nobody but himself. And and I hope. This information that I seen today, if I get it verified, we're gonna do. Um, it's gonna be like breaking news. We coming on, and that show show gonna be about him. If this is correct with the information I received, I wish I could have verified it today, but had to go vote. Go vote. Go vote. <laughs> but Nick also said. Um, he said, or else we're going to go back. No, we're not going we back. We're going to that. Yeah, this whole to country be burnt to the ground. Time to let this subject go. I feel you. Um, no, we're, we're definitely not going to go back to the way it used to be. That's why one of the biggest difference is in the way that we can uh, protest 
and let our voice be heard the most is by voting. Get out and vote. Register to vote and vote. I said on pretty much on every show, if you are a felon, go to voter.org, vote.org. And if you have paid your dues, done your time, you can check on vote.org and find out if you can uh, get your uh, your rights back to vote again. It will let you know immediately. So come right now here in Texas, um, and I'm, I assume you, you're in Texas also, um, but right now we're doing early voting. So it's the runoff, but take advantage of it. These are more important than any other election. The local elections are important. Exactly. This is where our laws are made at. Mm-hmm. Uh, because decision makers. Exactly. So you we need to vote now in every local election as well as the president election. We need to vote. And if they are not for you and what you're looking for, if they're in office now, vote them out. Vote them out. Um, that's like with Greg Abbott. He don't want to um he refused to let people do mail-in uh, ballots for the simple fact. They say the high risk are 65 or older and people with medical condition, but you refuse to let them do mail-in ballots. Right. So that don't make sense to me. But at the same time, I say it all the time. I don't care. If I got to go out there in a hazmat suit and cowboy boots, I'm going to be there to vote. Exactly. Yeah, I may even wear a pample that day. Because <laughs> yeah, it may be some long lines. How to get ahead of those lines is vote early. Exactly. Go vote early and let your voice be heard. Today when we got there, um, it took us maybe less than five minutes check in, get our paperwork and get our ballot. Probably a minute because it's a runoff race and there's only three well for my county there's only three selections on there. So and I knew who I was going for before I went up in there. So come on Ross West. Uh I'm just saying. But um but you vote for whoever you feel that is best for you in your household. But the most important part is getting out and voting. That's the most important part. Register to vote. Get out and vote. It's too late to uh, register for November, but you can get registered for the one after that. And even um, even uh, see, LaWanda, Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put you in timeout time with uh with Mitch. Uh, I don't know why she up so late. You know she got to go to work, uh, <laughs> even though she's working from home. But <laughs> question: Did you guys hear Dan Patrick on the coronavirus? First of all, <clears throat> normally when I see, and I haven't watched the news tonight, I just seen the 
the numbers at five o'clock. Um, the 708 that we did in Dallas County today, and they're expecting a thousand plus tomorrow. But it's certain people, Dan Patrick, um, who the other criminal, I mean, um, <laughs> uh, Governor Abbott and, 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 uh, the other one, I forgot his name, but the three stooges. Um, so <laughs> it's hard for me to listen to them because I look at them, and I'm like, Ever since they did that, ever since they did that a couple of months ago with that with that salon owner, um, I lost all respect. I didn't like them in the first place, but because I they don't they not for me. Uh, right. But also with that, a lot of the bars that were supposed to shut down, they're not because they're used or they're fighting back using her defense. Well, it's unconstitutional and they have to, do, it's a whole thing. And I was like, see, this is what happens when you got that one row person who kind of finagles the law. And now we're, we're just like getting well, the coronas. Risky. What you got to realize is, if you listen to Greg Abbott, that's why I say he's like Trump. He said maybe what mm-hmm. the bars should do is do a peaceful protest and stay open. <laughs> I'm like, see, once again, he made an executive order last time. He turned around to to um, change this executive order for a Karen to get out of jail and talking about this order would not include jail time because the thing is you want to please your people the ones that you following and and I was well I wasn't shocked but even those uh, Saren came out of out of uh, out of her hiding and came to Texas to take a video uh, picture in front of in the salon. And I'm like, okay, y'all doing all mm-hmm. this. But before we heard about the uh, heard about Karen, nobody said nothing about the two Hispanic women in Laredo. Right. Exactly. We still ain't heard about them. <laughs> well well you won't well, you won't hear about them now. Right. 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 You won't hear about them now because they um, uh, supposedly she paid them a little bit of money. So it's like, hey, I'm going to give you this, but don't say nothing. So um, so I'm like, hey, um, you won't hear about it now because as soon as it came out and I was in contact with one of the young ladies. I we was texting back and forth, but as soon as um she heard about that money, oh, you had a wrong mm-hmm. number. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> we just talked, we chatting. <laughs> oh, now I had the wrong number. Okay. So some people can be bought, but I'm not one of them. I mean, I like to see if I can be bought. <laughs> <laughs> They say everybody had a number, but if it's, I'm like within reason. 
Yeah, but like I'll be in Barbados and I have my tail all but psych, you can't get me now. <laughs> be like you fell for the okie doke. <laughs> yeah, I got all this money. <laughs> Swiss bank account. Um so uh Nick said um Dan Patrick won't be saying that when he get the corona. A lot of them won't. That's kind of like mm-hmm. hold on. That's kind of like your your homeboy. He was convinced that him and Pence were never gonna wear a mask. <laughs> he he said we we're not gonna do it. Every time I see Pence now, he he got a mask on until you get up to the mic, and then um uh Trump said today he looked good in a he actually think he looked good in a mask. That's like looking at a raccoon in a mask. <laughs> but, but LaWanda, real quickly, just kind of tell us what he said. I I, I just want to know. I didn't hear it, but um, just give us a couple of words of what he said. Because I, I, I don't know. For some reason, my TV, it just automatically changed the channel when I see the Three Stooges on it. <laughs> and if you want to include uh, the other two and their cousins, it, it definitely changes itself off. Twiddle D and Twiddle Dum. But other than that, hey, like I said, Monday night, Miss Ken Cage, she will be live on the show. And we text the other day. She was like, I would love to come back on. And um and I told her we're gonna be gonna be mindful because you're doing this doing something special for me because ever since they've been on the show, they've been extremely busy and sometimes they working seven days a week. And they start early and I think they see their last client at six six thirty. So you're talking about all day event. Um, okay. I was trying to scan for what he said, but it's a whole bunch of stuff going on. <laughs> I think they changed their words more than they changed their draws, but I don't know. Said he doesn't know what he is. Doing. Yeah, he's uh, saying Dr. Fauci is uh, you should- pretty much a kook, and then he's like, um, I guess Dr. Fauci was like, uh, we skipped some steps in Texas. Um, and he's saying, no, we didn't. <laughs> it's like a whole bunch of stuff that's going on. Um, but he's defending the state's response um, and stating that uh, we're doing better than New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm- and uh, let's see, where's that quote for the one that said fake news? Well, pretty much. I'm, 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 I'm the one that that should have been one of the questions saying, "No, I'm not going to tell you. Find out for yourself." Because yeah. I just don't. It's hard for me to pay attention to them. Yeah. Because I'm like that. You're you're in a position, but you're only in a position to to uh, 
to support certain type of people. When you are an elected official, you should be supporting everybody equally. And I see now that neither one of you do that. So what's going to happen? We basically going to have to uh, uh, make a difference and vote them out. (laughs) I say it all the time. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) That's his response to Dr. Fauci. (laughs) The only thing I'm... I'm skipping over is listening to him. He has been wrong every time on every issue. I don't need his advice anymore. And you wonder why our numbers are so high? <laughs> you know what? I'm sure we probably, I would love I would open the door and let him come on here. And and I will put a I will put a show together. I have a couple of people in mind. I would invite them on the show. They could come on and let them have some some of our leaders come on with them and let it just be a, a damn right uh, battle royal because uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, you need to y'all need an answer for everything you're doing now. Everything that is happening now, if you would have followed um uh, his advice earlier. Exactly. Y'all could celebrate your holiday. But you didn't we didn't do it right. No, we did right, but they didn't they were so much more worried about um the dollars. Exactly. <laughs> worrying about making money over lives. And then on top of that, when you talk about um um <sighs> I forgot which one of the students uh, said, I think, was it Dan Patrick? Said that uh, uh, the older people would die. <laughs> money or something like that. So, I don't know. Yes, he did try to warn them. He definitely did. But once again, you had the wrong people in place. They just don't they don't care about nobody but themselves. That's all they care about. That's it. Just yeah, he did say that, saying uh, seniors may be willing to die exactly. <laughs> for the Dow. <laughs> so, so if I paid attention, put like this, and, and I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, I think he's the one that almost went to prison um, up in Collin County, ripping folks off or something. I, I, I don't know for sure, but I think he almost went to prison and all of that. I lost respect for him then. Uh, so I knew I wasn't uh I wasn't a fan of neither one of them. But once again, hey. Get out and vote. Vote. Here in Texas, we have early voting going on. Let your voice be heard. Just like they want to sing the nas- the black national anthem, lift every voice. Well, lift your tail up at the seat. Go vote. <laughs> Go vote. Uh, vote for who? I don't care who you vote for. Vote for whoever you feel that is comfortable. Uh, that you feel like that's gonna benefit you and your household. Vote for them. 
But as for me and my household, I know who we voted for. So congratulations, Senator Ross Wilson. Um, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say because I feel like he's going to take it. But that's my opinion. But hey, I hate to say it, but we're going to start winding it down. We appreciate you, Lawanda. I <laughs> uh, appreciate you, Nick. Everybody who's listening to the show uh, that made comments on the show, we really appreciate it. Follow the page. Speak on it. Who You With, Kirk Dog, on Facebook, YouTube, um, Twitch, Periscope. Um, and and follow the show. Uh, like us, share share it. Tell a friend about us because we have some great shows coming up. And when I first started putting the show together last year, I have several subjects I want to talk about. But because of what's going on today with the pandemic, um, our leaders, our our so-called leaders, uh, pray for them too. Pray for them. Because the thing is, they're in a position, but they don't respect that position. They got in there for all the wrong reason. And that's why we as a people need to vote and get them out. Um, that's with any election, but the change will come with your local election. That's where the change is going to come. Um, as for who I'm voting for, uh, the biggest one in this one is uh, Senator Ross West. His record is proven, been proven for years. That's why I support him. So we definitely need to get out and vote and get ready for November. And we're going to clean this swamp up real good. We're going to get them all out of there. But Check us out Monday night, um, 8 p.m. Miss um, Kincaid will be on the show. And LaWanda and, and uh, Nick, definitely come back. Come back. I love this interaction with the comments. Um, oh, LaWanda did say, thank you kindly. I'm, I will be back. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, definitely come back. Tell a friend about us. And if you have a subject you would like to talk about uh send me an email who you with kurt dog at mail.com who you with kurt dog at mail.com and uh about monday if it's something you want to ask the counselor but you want to ask in private send me an email send me an email who you with mail.com and i will make sure she know these questions ahead of time for we can answer them because I know I understand in the black community we don't like to go counsel talk to counselors because we feel like they're gonna know our business. But I could send it to her where she knows exactly what the question is and she can have an answer for you. And if you're new to the show, go to YouTube, check the the uh, past shows uh from the time we began up until today. And um, and we made a lot of changes. 
at the beginning it was rough but now we we're getting it down pretty packed uh nick said i shall return i i hope you do hope you do i didn't do it tonight but normally i normally put a click a link up that if uh you want to chime in and come on the show and be a part of it for that day i normally do that so if for some reason you want to come on send me an email i'll make sure i send you a link and um we'll have you sitting on the show with us so um other than that miss risky <laughs> where can they find you at? um mainly on instagram r-s-k-e-e um i have a website too r-s-k-e-e books.com uh, with all my books that i have it's only three but it's mine uh facebook twitter uh, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> now, oh, it's too far for me to reach. But I did read one of her books. I do need to get the other two. Um, her book that I read, uh, between the serpent behind beneath the surface, beneath the surface. Beneath the surface. Had to look at it again. Beneath the surface is dealing with stuff that the black community don't want to talk about. So it's real, it's real, it's raw, and hopefully it would open up conversation about these issues. Um, talk about abuse a lot, from a child all the way up to an adult. And that's one thing that the counselor have all said that even today, um, some of our action today comes from when we was a child if you were raised in a household uh where a lot of arguing was going on abuse was going on you're still protecting those emotions and your your response and your action today stand from when you was a child so that book deal with child abuse all the way up until adult abuse. So definitely support the sister. Um, like I said, it's, it's interesting to read. And it, it may be kind of hard for you. Yeah, you may need counseling on Monday to uh, <laughs> get through it. <laughs> but like the subject matters, uh, it's real. These are stories that my peers have t shared with me. Um, and I just put all our experiences in this one character. So it's a lot. It's a lot. And 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 another thing, uh, we met and she actually inspired me to write. And I'm looking for an agent. Uh, so if it's any agents listening, um, I want to be able to work with a with an agent. I could self-publish but I prefer to work with an agent. Um, I'm working on my second book. The first one should be out next year. And that's what this platform is for. So so definitely, if you are a author also, if you have some work out there that you, you want to come on the show and talk about, uh, send me an email. Send me an email. We will definitely um, get you on the show. Um, we will talk about it. 
Now, <laughs> if you doing the fans only, <laughs> it ain't that type of show. So, um, but other than that, hey, join us. She committed to Thursday nights. Uh, she will be here Thursday. Uh, I will do a show on Monday, and I may jump on uh, some other days of the week. So definitely uh, uh, click the notification for you can know when I come on and support us. We're just trying to have some fun, bring some knowledge to some people, and at the same time, trying to help somebody. So until then, um, we appreciate you for listening tonight. And I'm kind of thinking about doing a show tomorrow. I don't know for sure yet. I have to see. But other than that, I know I will be on Monday night, 8 p.m. Central Time with um, Miss Ken Kate. Go back and she's been on the show twice already. Go back, go to YouTube, listen to the video. She's a, a great counselor. Uh, Miss Dion Simmons is a great counselor. She was here, uh, was it Monday night or the Monday before last? Um, Monday before last. So uh, she's a great counselor. So um, I appreciate them for volunteering their time to come on. But other than that, I have to be mindful. Somebody somebody got a busy weekend. So, um, (laughs) so. Until then, I appreciate you for listening. Thank you to all the viewers and the ones that chatted with us. Um, thank you, Miss Risky, as always. And if you want to come on other days besides Thursday, you're more than welcome. So now we 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 communicate pretty much every day. So um, so definitely, um, uh, you're more than welcome to come on more than just Thursday. Um, other than that, we appreciate everybody. We love you. Uh, stay safe. Wear your mask. Be safe out there. Until then, love you. Talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>